0: Welcome to Leading Age Workforce Innovators, a Leading Age podcast. This series by our Center for Workforce Solutions examines promising practices and innovations to meet workforce challenges. I'm Gene Mitchell, editor of Leading Age magazine. Today, we have two guests to talk about the Leading Age Ohio initiative called Careers That Love You Back. They are Catherine Brode, who is president and CEO of Leading Age Ohio, and Chris Widman, who is executive director for the Good Shepherd Home in Fostoria, Ohio. Chris also serves on the Leading Age Ohio board and also on the Leading Age Ohio Foundation board. He serves in several leadership roles in his local community, including the Tiffin City School Board and the Vanguard Sentinel Career and Technology Board. Good morning, Catherine and Chris. Thanks for joining us today.
1: Well, thank you, Gene. Good,
2: Good morning. morning. Good to be here.
0: Good to have you. So, Leading Age Ohio has created a program called Careers That Love You Back. Can you tell us the story of that?
1: Sure. There was a video done by Leading Age, which I, or Leading Age Pennsylvania rather, which I encourage people to view on their website. And that video explains the breadth of positions that are available in the aging services sector. And it ends with emphasis on the types of careers that we have. And these are careers that offer individuals the opportunities to grow, um, try different fields, and, and stay within our sector for many, many years. And so they closed this video with the phrase, these are careers that love you back. And uh, we piggybacked on that concept because in Ohio, we have an opportunity to engage with the schools through a commitment that Ohio has for its schools, and that is that in the elementary schools, they are required to provide career awareness. In the middle schools, career exploration, and in high school, they are uh, required to show opportunities for path commitment. And so we developed this poster series as a way to meet that elementary school opportunity, which is um, through providing career awareness on these careers. I love you back. And uh, what we designed through a organization in Dayton, Ohio called Learn to Earn are downloadable artist design posters describing 21 different jobs in the older adult services and end-of-life area. And these are geared, as I said, to elementary school students. And um, they are downloadable both as a printable poster or as a digital display for teachers in the classroom. That's the the genesis of the program, and I was just really fortunate to have Chris and his background in the school systems to help really uh, mobilize and uh, engage uh, teachers in this program.
2: I uh, would like to add that the schools in at least our area, the schools are excited to partner with area businesses as they are challenged to bring career exploration and career education inside uh, their system with the students. And so when they are able to partner with the area business, it helps them um, do what they need to do by simply being available to the school as a resource that benefits everyone.
1: And, Gina, I'll add on to that. Um, thanks for that, Chris. You know, the Tiffin City Schools actually created a video, un- unbeknownst to either Chris or myself, that they were going to do this. And in it, Amy Wood, uh, who is with the Tiffin City School District, describes how valuable she believes this poster series and the program is. And the teachers that are a part of that video are interviewed and and they describe how much they enjoyed seeing all of the careers that are available within this sector. It came alive for them and it created a connectivity, so to speak, that allowed them to take what they learned. They actually did a site visit at Good Shepherd Home. They walked through Chris's organization where he had framed every one of the posters so that they actually had the careers come alive for them. And one of the teachers um, tells in a really powerful way how important that experience was for her to bring the connectivity that she needed to describe those careers and teach those careers to her kids.
0: So how did you make our field easy to understand, especially for this age group?
1: Well, it was very helpful to have an education uh, think tank, so to speak, of learn to earn helping us with this. But we also engaged a curriculum specialist to write and develop, write the curriculum and develop the poster text. So that engagement of a curriculum specialist, you'll see uh, if, Folks look at the curriculum guide that's been created, how important it was to have somebody develop these posters in a way that teachers um, can really relate to. So, for example, in the teacher's guide, the curriculum specialist developed a pre-assessment that teachers could use. She provided examples of how they could use the posters in the classroom through journaling. Um, She provided a vocabulary for the teachers, sample lesson plan for upper elementary kids, activities for the lower elementary, a visual literacy activity, and even ideas on how they could take the activities across an interdisciplinary approach in the school. So having that person really helped us, I think, capture what is necessary for introducing these careers at an elementary school level.
2: I'd also like to add that I believe it's very important to partner with the school to have the educators come for a visit to see the actual careers that we're talking about in the posters. And I think we have to realize that everyone in the the aging field Is somewhat familiar with schools because at one point in time we experienced the school setting but what we have to realize is that the educators and the people in the school setting may not have ever experienced the aging field and so in order for them to be informed and knowledgeable about the poster series and the careers that love you back you have to educate the teachers on what it is we do, and I think that that's a very important aspect of the partnership.
1: That's a great point, um, Chris, and to add on to that, the teachers didn't understand what careers are available within our schools. High school students don't understand what careers are available. In our field. And so the thought was by starting at the elementary school level, we've introduced children to aging. First, that um, hopefully will combat uh, a culture of ageism that we have uh, in the U.S., and second, it just allows them from a very early age to know about our field and perhaps then in middle school to begin to engage. In activities at the local communities and in high school then to really begin to think about wow I could I could begin to work uh, not just at McDonald's and Wendy's and Walmart and you know the the jobs that are very apparent to them but to think about the communities and even hospice organizations and other um, services that serve aging in their community what an opportunity. I love this program. You can probably do. (laughs) Yes, yes. I I think that um, starting it earlier in earlier is an important opportunity for us.
2: Gene, one of the other aspects of a long-term care facility in a rural environment is oftentimes that care facility is one of the largest employers in the community. And that's the uh, situation here in Faustoria. And then by having these posters displayed in the school environment and having our employees interacting with their children at the schools and observing the posters within that environment, what I think it does is it validates the role of the caregiver as an important and respected occupation that people could look forward to uh, enjoying.
0: Great. What sort of information is included in these posters?
1: Well, there are nine major parts to the 21 posters. There is the name of the career. There's a summary paragraph about what that career entails. There's a quote from someone who works in the field. And then there are six areas that really speak to the child with questions. So the questions are, are you a person who dot, 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 um, for example, in maintenance, uh, the question would be, are you a person who dot, dot, dot enjoys working with your hands? Uh, In HR, it might say, are you a person who uh, enjoys directing people with uh, specific rules? The next question is how much schooling is needed? Then what are similar careers? What is the salary range? how can you prepare to become this career? And then what are the career steps? So the poster has at the top a graphic, an illustration rather, of each of the careers. And these have been done in a clever way so that there's no gender, culture represented. Uh, If you go to the hospice poster, you'll see a bird um, knocking on the front door of a house and uh, birds inside walking to the door uh, in response to that knock. And the goal is to not have any suppositions uh, related to what it means to serve in any one of the of the positions, male, female, uh, regardless of culture, you can serve and, and, and find fulfillment in these careers.
2: I think the posters take out the stereotypes that individually we may have as it would relate to any specific career. Mm -hmm.
0: So are these posters, are they Ohio-centric or can they be used anywhere?
1: Uh, They can be used anywhere. The salary information, for example, we pulled not from Ohio information but from the Bureau of Labor Statistics. So um, while Those might reflect a higher wage range uh, for some in more rural areas. Um, They are pulled from that national database.
0: The program was designed for communities to take to their local elementary schools so teachers can use these in class. So how do you recommend that communities approach their schools about this?
1: I think that the most important opportunity – rests in understanding um, the relationships that you can develop with your local schools. And we do have some tools on our website to help with this. But the most important step, I think, is to understand who at your local school is the most involved and engaged with this kind of concept. You know, at Tiffin and Tiffin City Schools, Amy Wood and their school superintendent were uh, incredibly excited about this. But that, I think, was certainly helped by Chris and his um, position on the board. But we had in another one of our organizations an um, a HR director who had always been involved um, through PTA and other volunteer activities in the school. And so... She reached out through her connections and then began to learn who was the best person to ultimately connect with this opportunity. So I don't believe there is one specific way that you can approach the school. It's going to depend on you, your relationship, maybe employees in your organization that you don't even know are currently volunteering in PTAs. Um, Chris, I believe that when you first uh, introduce this to your staff you had suggested that you would uh, use the posters in one or two of the schools and staff were saying hey what about my school um, so you know your employees have connections with schools that you as an organization or you as a leader in the school uh, or in the um, organization might not even know about
2: my hope would be that, Uh, when you approach a school district, it's not the first time you've interacted with that school. And so to be a good partner, you need to develop relationships along the way in a variety of areas. And so there's uh, business advisory committees that the schools have in our area. Uh, Catherine mentioned the PTOs. Uh, We often uh, host school children here in our building, Um, that creates the the partnership and the willingness to work together.
1: And then as
2: this program comes along, they're more receptive to the additional work that they will have to get the program up and running.
0: Catherine, I understand that on the posters there is information about employment outlooks for every career. Can you talk about that for a moment?
1: Sure. The employment outlook of each career is represented with a flame. And so you will find three different flame levels, a average flame, an above-average flame, and then a big flame, which represents a hot career. And the goal of these posters really is to provide for each student the vision of education equals opportunity and within these careers there's an opportunity for advancement so with this this little visual you see on each of the 21 posters the economic employment outlook for that career
0: leading age members can learn more about this uh, by looking at the leading age center for workforce solutions website but it also links directly to the leading age ohio website catherine i wonder if you could uh, tell us about what is available on your website
1: So the very first thing you'll see when you go to the Careers That Love You Back page is the video that we've described of the Tiffin City School's use of the posters and how they've developed curriculum already uh, for this. And then you can order uh, posters. And the posters, as I mentioned earlier, are available to be printed or they're available for the teachers to download as PDFs. A really important piece of the website is a teacher's guide to the careers that love you back. And this is, I think, very, very helpful even for the non-teachers, for our members who are thinking about this. I'd love for them to see what this curriculum is that is uh, an opportunity for the teachers to engage with their students. And we also have ideas for how
2: they can reach out to their local schools.
0: Wow, this sounds like a great resource for our members.
2: Gene, I just want to talk about um, today's staffing challenges. And although when you take a look at the careers that love you back, we might not be addressing today's staffing challenges. But as we look at the field of long-term care, we need to also understand that we need to look long-term and what will the staffing challenges be in the future. And this is a program that I believe and I certainly hope will help alleviate the staffing challenges in the future.
0: Our guests today have been Catherine Brode and Chris Widman. Catherine and Chris, thanks for speaking with Leading Age.
2: Oh, it was my thanks pleasure. For
0: the opportunity. And thanks for listening to another Workforce Innovators podcast. You can learn more about the Leading Age Center for Workforce Solutions at its website, leadingage.org forward slash workforce. There, you will find links to all of the podcasts in this series, along with many other resources, including promising practices, tools, presentation materials, and more. I'm Gene Mitchell, and the Center for Workforce Solutions is led by Susan Hildebrandt. You can listen to more podcasts on our website, and you can subscribe at iTunes, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. If you like what you hear, please give us a rating and leave a comment.